Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here on another big Survivor Exit Interview Thursday, and we have got a double feature for you guys today. So all season long, through four episodes, we've been following basically one story over at the Fans Tribe that the nucleus, which all of the other atoms were revolving around this season, was all about one man. Yes, it was a total eclipse of Shamar over at the Gota tribe early on. And we will be speaking with the man at the center of it all, Shamar, who was medically removed from the game uh, last night after coming down with a problem with his eye. But we're going to find out exactly if his heart was still in the game at that point that he had to leave the game for medical reasons. And then we're also going to speak with the woman who was actually voted out of the tribe last night, leaving the game in a much more traditional manner. Laura Alexander is going to be with us today on a one big exit interview Thursday. Also, today is the last day of this campaign that we've been running this week where we are trying to raise money for Michelle's Place. That is a cancer that supports women uh, who have breast cancer and also helps women in finding screenings uh, to see if they have breast cancer at a very early stage. That is the charity that uh, Jillian Larson supports with the Reality Rally, and we are trying to raise money all this week from March 1st to March 7th. When you make a purchase using our links for Amazon.com, so if you have a purchase that you've been thinking about making, uh, don't put it off. You can use our links in the sidebar of robasawebsite.com or by going directly to robhasawebsite.com slash Amazon. And that is through the rest of today. And we will uh, update you guys uh, later on over the weekend and how much money we raised for charity. So here's how things are going to work. It's going to be a little bit different today. We're going to have two separate conversations. They're each going to be about seven minutes each. We're going to do Shamar first and then Laura. And I see that Shamar is on the line, so let's patch him through. Shamar, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I, I like your podcast, your show. <laughs> oh, thank. Well, thank you very much, Shamar. I'm not. I'm not used to hearing you uh, so happy and, and pleasant like this morning. <laughs> I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure of that. <laughs> Shamar, I was worried you were going to have me on the no talking list. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a uh, it, it's a very short list, and it, it's, it's a short list. Too. <laughs> All right, good. Good stuff. All right, Shamar. So uh, you ultimately had to uh, go out of the game uh, last night. Uh, how is your eye doing? Uh, my eye is doing really, really well. Um, you know, once I got to the hospital, they, they really took care of me. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm glad to have my vision. You know, it's a very big, you know, big deal to me. <laughs> it is a big deal. It is a big deal. So, Shamar, now, the stuff that we were seeing uh, where you were in the shelter talking about, uh, you know, people should bring you rice or you were going to leave the game. Now, was that all before the stuff with the eye happened? Um, well, actually, I injured my finger. I had a piece of bamboo that went through my finger. And, you know, uh, even the talk about me not being there was, you know, it was just a lot of anger because uh, I actually uh, had surgery on my finger uh, once I got to the hospital, three hours after I got I spent six days in the hospital, not even because of my eye, but because of my finger. And what happens is, you know, I knew that being strong in challenges was my strong suit. So, you know, to know that I wasn't going to be that monster in challenges was kind of demoralizing. And it was like, you know, what I was going through with my tribe mates, you know, and dealing with the elements, I just became very, very angry. Like, oh, you know, I was 
very frustrated. And you know, being out there, all you have to, all, all you have is time to think about what's going to happen next and how you're going to do it, and you know how how I'm going to be perceived. So it was just very, very, you know, disheartening because you know I'm a really, really big fan of the game, and I love the challenges. It was such an amazing experience. I'm so glad that I honestly got the chance. You know, outside of serving my country, this is one of the biggest things I've done. So. Well, Shamari, you're so much fun. Why did why did uh, Eddie and Reynolds not like you? You you seem like a, a fun guy to talk to now. <laughs> well, you know what happened. I, you what know, was the problem? Honest, uh, <laughs> you know what happened. I actually approached Eddie the first day, and there was just something about Reynolds that I just didn't really get yet. And I didn't really say that. You know, I didn't like Reynolds. I was just like, I don't really know. I kind of told uh, Eddie and they like, hey man, I would love for us to you know, get down with each other, you know, and, and be, you know, a little a little cool. But, you know, Eddie had already, you know, I don't know how, because we just got there. Eddie had already, you know, got into the cool kids' alliance. And so, <laughs> you know, I guess he told Reynolds, like, hey, man, Shamar didn't include you in these plans. So, you know, I guess that's that's how I think I became target number one from day one. I was like, oh, man, you know, I think the, the, the game of Survivor is so intricate and you don't understand it until you get out there. It's so crazy. So for you to watch these episodes and to see, you know, you were very close with Sherry on the island, but did you have any idea that she was looking at you as her Philip? And uh, did you, were you insulted to be called a Philip? Or do you, was that an honor to be called uh, like the specialist? <laughs> it was an honor to be called the specialist. I mean, I think Philip is a really, really great player. And I think that, you know, out of everybody, he plays the cards that he's dealt. And I, I saw that in last season. I see that in this season. He will, he, 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 you know, identifies the situation and figures it out. The only thing that, you know, it was a little disconcerting was like, you know, she's saying that she's the boss, but she's doing all of my dirty work, you know what I mean? She's, you know, bringing me water and food and, you know, making sure that nobody touches me and then calls herself the boss. You know, I'm the guy laying back in the shade. I, I kind of thought that made me the boss. But, you know, for me, it was like every, those other six people, I wasn't going to be in the cool kids alliance, so I had to go with my alliance. So it wasn't necessarily Sherry. I would have been nice to everybody. It's just that Sherry actually went out her way to be kind to me, you know, and, and you know, and try to bring me in. That's the only difference between me and her because if anybody on my alliance, you know, you can ask Laura, if anybody on my alliance would have actually said, you know, not anybody, you know, besides uh, Sherry and Laura even asked me, you know, how's your family doing? You know, how's your life? You know what I'm saying? Nobody really asked me those kind of questions. So, you know, I kind of just, you know, gravitated towards them, but it had nothing to do with me being out of pocket. I mean, I didn't really see her as a strong ally. She just talked too much. So <laughs> I was just like, you know, I, I knew I really couldn't trust her too, too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, Shamar, you know, hearing you in this interview, you have so much energy. You seem like a lot of fun. How big of a difference is it like uh, for somebody who is as big as you are to go to, you know, 200 calories as opposed to somebody who's like, you know, 110 pounds on the show to go to uh, that little amount of rice? I mean, honestly, you know, um, I was turning down coconuts. I wasn't really that hungry to me. I was I was so dehydrated. I mean, in my daily life, I drink a gallon of water, and, you know, as a Marine, we learn to hydrate, 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 and that's a really big part of who we are as Marines, you know. In boot camp, we have to we have to literally chug water, and so to not have the water was the hardest part for me. That, that, that was it, and I think that, you know, a lot of the other people, they don't need as much water as I do, so, you know, it was just a little bit easier for them, so. I mean, that was the hardest part was the water. It wasn't even the food, man, I promise you. <laughs> 
So, Shamar, if you did not go out of the game at that point, how do things play out for you? What What is the story of Shamar if you don't get the injury to your eye? Um, if I don't get the injury to my eye, um, I make it to the merge and I align with the favorites. I mean, I think that a lot of, you know, I learned from, like, the first challenge that I think a lot of the fans were a little bit shell-shocked with the game, and I think it took them a little bit of time to actually get into understanding that it was a game. I think they were... You know, not everybody, but I think a few people were a little intimidated by the, you know, the favorite tribe. And, you know, they got women over there that come from farms and are diving instructors. Like, you know, it's like, man, these these people are really here to play. And I think that, you know, people were a little shell-shocked. And I think once I would have got to the other side and, you know, um, you know, I probably would have been a part of Stealth RS. Wow. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, Shamar, one one last question. You know, a lot of a lot of people. You were very polarizing this season. A lot of people said that they felt like it was it was the Shamar show too much this season. What what do you say to your to your haters, Shamar? Um, I, I tell the haters, you know, the haters keep you alive. That is, you know, that's my biggest belief is that the haters keep you alive. They'll talk about you more than people who love you, and so. You know, if you really hate me, you know, bring me back. <laughs> so you gave me some more. But, you know, watching myself uh, watching myself out there for that, you know, on the first day, I was, uh, I was even like, man, well, damn, get this guy off the screen. But, you know, I kind of knew that, you know, it, 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 it went along with the storyline. So I was just happy, man, to be out there, man. I'm, I'm really thankful for the opportunity there. Okay, you don't want to give him one last shut up for old time's sake? Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, rock. All right, Shamar, I know we got to split up this call, so uh, I know you got to run. So uh, thank you very much for coming on with us. And, thank you, uh, man. Enjoy your day, man. Yeah, and, and hey, Shamar, thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Excellent show, man. All right, Keep take going. care, buddy. Bye. All right. All right, so that was part one of our interview. We got the time split up, as I mentioned earlier, and so we are going to uh, go right into our next call with Laura. Laura, are you there? Hello? Laura, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm very good, very, good, very happy to, uh, well, not so happy to talk to you because I uh, would have liked to have seen you go further. <laughs> yeah, I wish we were talking in May. <laughs> wish we were talking in May. But uh, Laura, we, we know you're a, a big fan of the game, so it's always good to talk to somebody uh, who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> you would think the whole uh, fans tribe would be that way, right? <laughs> By definition, you would think so. Uh, all right, so <laughs> let's let's get into it. Uh, let's start with uh, so what happened? Then? Why did the tide ultimately turn against you? Why keep uh, somebody who is good in the challenges as opposed to somebody who's going to be more loyal down down the stretch? I mean, I was arguing against that, so that was my logic. So I guess you'd have to ask my alliance. But, um, no, I think what happened was really we were losing so much that, you know, physical strength was becoming a focus. Every challenge that we lost is just like, oh, man, come on. And then, you know, the attention got pointed at me because I was the weakest link. And with Shamar out of the picture at that point, it just became even more obvious, I think. But I think, too, I was, you know, I was surprised last night. I didn't realize um, that Matt had been sort of the one to target me initially. And, you know, that aside, I'm not sure if my entire alliance would have went that way. Um, but I think once, you know, Matt and Michael were very close the whole time. 
So I think when Matt threw it out there, he had a very you know strong opinion about it. Once he had Michael, he easily had Eddie and Reynolds because they were desperate at that point. And those were the numbers. Um, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> it wasn't the best feeling. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, had we been a little bit more even in challenges, maybe it wouldn't have been as much of a focus. So did you know last night going into tribal council that you were going to be the one voted out, or was it a blindside? No, it was, it was definitely a blindside. I thought that we were splitting the vote, you know, three for Reynolds, two for Eddie, just in case Reynolds were to play the idol or not, um, then we would be safe on that end, and it would be Eddie going home. So, you know, I was sort of under the impression that after Reynolds played the idol that it would be Eddie going home. I mean, it was just sort of... It wasn't a complicated vote for me because they thought, hey, you know, this is our alliance um, here of, you know, five at that point with Shamar out, and there's two people on the outs. It's pretty obvious. There's a line drawn in the sand, so it's going to be one of them. Um, you know, and I knew all day that Reynolds and Eddie were throwing my name around out of desperation, but um, I didn't think that my alliance at that point um, would have chosen uh, physical strength over loyalty. So, Laura, you factored in really big into what happened last week with Hope uh, going out. And we saw you before Tribal Council with Reynolds talking about whether or not you said, I I think you said, uh, you know, I'm definitely in is what you had said to Reynolds. So now was that was that you tricking him or did something change after that? Because this was uh, something that we debated. That was me playing my games. Look at you. (laughs) Um, So what happened was. My name had definitely been tossed out a few times that day as the weakest link. I knew for certain at that point that Ronald, Eddie, and Hope were writing my name down. Um, because, you know, at that point, um, we were splitting the vote for sure. I knew that, you know, there wasn't really a big chance of me going home. But then once I heard that Shamar was, um, you know, blabbing his mouth, I thought... You know, would Shamar flip sides? Would Shamar potentially write my name down? And I mean, you know, that was just a question. It wasn't really, I didn't feel too threatened at night. But just to be on the safe side, I thought, you know, Ronald and Eddie aren't the most difficult people to fool. Let me get them to switch things up. I knew how much they hated Shamar regardless. So I went over to Ronald and I was just like, hey, so what do you think about maybe not writing my name down tonight? <laughs> and of course, you know, three seconds later, Reynolds jumping up and down, shouting about a young person's alliance, and it was sort of done at that point. And, you know, I don't think my alliance really knew how much Shamar had told Hope that, you know, maybe you should vote for Eddie, which would have been brilliant for Hope, because mm-hmm. then Eddie would have been going home that night. But my alliance at that point didn't have all of that information. We only knew that Shamar was running his mouth. So I didn't really see that as much of a threat as it actually was. Um, but yeah, it was sort of my way of just solidifying the vote a little bit. Um, you know, in hindsight, could I have used that as a bigger opportunity to potentially get off Shamar or, hey, I mean, I could have told them to vote anyway at that point because they were on the outs. I could have mm-hmm. told them to vote for Michael or potentially Matt. But at that point, I just didn't have the knowledge. Um, I guess I thought that my alliance was pretty strong at that point. Um, so, yeah, that was just to sort of to make sure that that vote that night would go exactly the way I wanted it to. Hypothetically speaking, though, had you done that, would you still be in the game at this point? 
that's that's still questionable. You know, I have thought about that moment so many times because I realized that at that tribal council when I voted off hope, I had the most power right then at any point in the game because I told every single person that night which way to vote, and they voted the way I told them to. So that was my most powerful moment, I believe. And then to think that I was voted off the next round, I thought, could I use that in any different way? Could I use that as an opportunity to potentially further myself if I had done it differently? But, you know, even if I had voted off Shamar or somebody else, it still would have been 4-4 the next time. I think Shamar's medevac was pretty unpredictable. If Shamar wasn't medevac, he would have absolutely been in my pocket for the next vote. You know, Matt and Michael would have not had so much power in getting me out that night. So it's there's so many questions up in the air, really, that it's hard to say exactly how it could have helped me. So, but you would say that Shamar going out of the game definitely screwed you over, right? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, basically, we we had talks before Shamar being out and before that challenge that, hey, you know, Reynolds, Eddie, let's just keep Shamar in past this challenge, and then we'll get him out tonight. So we could have potentially voted Shamar out that night instead of myself. And, you know, those words were definitely happening around camp. But at the same time, we've been promising Ronald and Eddie for about 10 days that we were going to take Shamar out, and that <laughs> right. wasn't the case at all. <laughs> yeah. So whether we would have done that or not, I mean, Sherry and I definitely wanted to keep Shamar around as long as possible. Uh, strategically, for strategic reasons, um, you know, he worked for me because, for me more so than Sherry, because he was a huge distraction. People hated him, and whenever people were hating him, they weren't looking at me um, as the weakest link. But, you know, it could have been Shamar that night. If anything, I would have at least had Shamar's vote under my belt. So who knows what would have happened, but, you know, it's sort of all with much more information um, than I had at that point anyway. Okay, Laura, I wish we had more time with you, but I know you got to run. So thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I know you had, a, you had a lot of fans in your in your time on the show. So uh, good work with that. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care. All the best to you, Laura. Uh, you too. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Laura and Shamar in a doubleheader exit interview here today on a Thursday afternoon. So uh, here we go. Let's uh, tell you what's coming up next on Rob Has a Podcast. Later on today, I'm going to recap the full episode of Survivor. We're going to talk to a man who played Survivor with John Cochran, Dawn Meehan, and Brandon Hance. Yes, uh, he is uh, Jim. Don't pee in the rice. Uh, Yes, Jim Rice. uh, We're going to talk to him later on this afternoon. Somebody that we've been trying to get on the show for uh, quite some time. or We've had people asking for him since he was on South Pacific. So we're finally going to nail that one down. Uh, Jim Rice interview coming later this afternoon. And if you missed it last night, Stephen Fishback and I broke down the entire episode. Talked about all the strategy in Survivor Know-It-Alls. You can see that at robhasawebsite.com. Or on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Rob Sesternino. And make sure you subscribe to our Survivor podcast as well, if you want to. If you want to. Uh, you can do that uh, in iTunes and grab those links at robiswebsite.com slash show feeds. And we always appreciate uh, your comments and your five-star ratings. So thank you very much. So uh, I've got to run. So uh, take care, everybody. Have a great Thursday. And we'll be back later with Jim Rice. Take care. <laughs>